This passage we heard in the first reading from St. Paul is one of his more famous passages because it so accurately captures the struggle that we so often experience as we pursue holiness in our lives. Uh, Elsewhere, St. Paul compares the Christian journey to a strenuous race, uh, a lifelong process of, of ongoing conversion as we become more and more like Christ. And today he gives us a picture, uh, we get a sense of the challenge of it all as we wrestle with the parts of us that resist love and resist grace and resist God's offer of life. Although Paul is most conscious of his struggle with sin, he does have a healthy attitude towards it. Today, I just want to make four points about his attitude uh, that can help us as we wrestle with the sin in our own lives. He says today, "For For though the will to do what is good is within me, the performance is not. Though the will to do good is in me, my performance is not. I don't always do what I would like to do. The first thing Paul does is he owns his sin. He owns it. He acknowledges it. He recognises that he falls short of the mark. Now, there are some of us who probably own our sin too much, right? <laughs> we're, we're too sin conscious. But there are probably many of us who don't consider our sin enough. We, we overlook our sin completely or, or, or downplay it. We're just not in tune with the sin that's working at work in our lives. And, and maybe that's because we haven't been adequately formed in the moral life or in the, the life of Christian virtue. Or maybe it's because we, we just don't give adequate time for reflection, for, for examining ourselves. Whatever the case, it's so important that we own our sin. That's the only way that we can continue to progress towards God. You see, God can only heal what we identify and what we invite him into. Paul then goes on. He says, When I act against my will then, it is not my true self doing it, but it is sin that is, which lives in me. This is such a critical distinction. You see, when you become a Christian, you no longer get to decide who you are. God speaks your identity over your life. And God says that you are his child. You're his son. You're his daughter. Yes, you mess up. But you are not your sin. That's what Paul's identifying now. Yes, I sin, but that is not my true self. That is not who I really am. The truth is that I am personally known, that I am deeply valued, that I am completely loved by God. That that is my true self. That's what Paul is reminding himself here today. Paul then goes on, he says, I dearly love God's law, but I can see that my body follows a different law that battles against the law my reason dictates. Sin 
and patterns of sin, as we know, can be deeply entrenched in us. They, they flow out of wounds and they flow out of insecurities and they flow out of ways of thinking that have been around for a long time and they don't normally disappear overnight. Just because we, we see a sin and just because we want to change it, it doesn't mean it'll happen easily. That's what Paul's recognising here. That's why the church recognises that we, we have various levels of culpability when it comes to our sin, depending on how free we really are. That's why it's important that we have a, 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 a confessor, we have a, a good pastoral carer or, or a counsellor or someone wise in our corner that can help us to understand these patterns within ourselves. It's not, that, it's not so that we can excuse our sin, but it's so that we can have a, a, a balanced view of it. So that we can be reasonable towards the sin and the patterns of sin us. So that we can be compassionate towards ourselves, which then helps us to welcome God's healing grace into those areas. Finally, Paul finishes, he says, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body doomed to death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Our awareness of sin and our self-determination and our human willpower uh, are all good, but what Paul's recognising here is that they will only get us so far. We need the power of Christ. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to overcome these patterns in us and to reassure us as we patiently take that journey towards healing and transformation and, and holiness. Paul's saying here is, in the end, I realise that regardless of my ongoing failure, I know that the love of Christ is bigger. And I press on, confident that God's mercies are new every morning. Is there an aspect of Paul's attitude towards sin that I just reflected on that, that sort of resonates with you more? If there is, I want to encourage you just to sit with that today, that particular dimension that I, that I reflected on. And, uh, and, and just as you reflect on that, ask God for their grace to align your attitude towards sin in your life and the struggle and the wrestle of becoming holy. Uh, ask that, that God give you the grace to, to align your attitude more with the attitude and the witness of St. Paul.